it really sucks when you have a good name or a good idea for a podcast and then things just don't work out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been I'm, there a few times. It's, I'm very excited <laughs> for this because it's going to be something different, but it's limited. <laughs> yeah. Like, we we have six episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how many seasons of the show there are. And I'm watching the show, but, like, he's watching, like, one a day okay. kind of thing. Okay. Like, it's his nightly viewing sort of thing. So... It takes time to get through that. I've also seen it so many times that I can skip around if I need to or want to or whatever. Right. I mean, uh, that's kind of the pro and it's kind of like a double-edged sword when it comes to these rewatch type uh, yeah. podcasts and, and, and web shows and that sort of thing. Like, you know, it's going to be good. Like, you've got something that can yeah. keep all parties involved energized the entire time because it's a limited run. So there's right. a, there's a, you know, there's a, an end in sight. But if you really love doing it, then it's like, oh, shoot, now it's over. What are we going to do next? Like, I, I've I've wondered that about the Turtle Soup guys. Like, what are they going to do when they run out of episodes of the 80s cartoon? They're covering everything, though. They're covering every toy, every, like, I know, because they, they take a lot of detours, so that's good. I mean, that, that works yeah. in their favor. I don't see them ever running out. Good. Okay. Like, I think they're just going to keep doing i just i i don't i don't i don't know if they'll ever run out <laughs> i mean that's a good problem i've legitimately to have. thought about that yeah. like i have i've been like well how much thing how many things can you talk about with teenage mutant ninja turtles right and fuck if they're not still doing it so i mean it really yeah, is a beautiful I, a beautiful idea where it can be as limited like i think they struck gold just i know that you know they're huge fans of it and everything but choosing to cover something like tmnt is like choosing to cover like batman you know because there's different iterations over time and you can skip certain things that you don't want to talk about or dwell on them even more to kind of cut it down or you know just get some good content for your uh for your audience i love that sort of thing so yeah i mean i i enjoy doing a week-to-week show but it's so much more work Mm. With what we do, there's already tons of work, and we're just gathering stories and then coming on here and talking about the stories. Yeah. When you're when you're talking about having to watch the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every week, so and and you know I know at Ravens, um, you know at least one of those he watches it more than once. Some of them oh. they watch it more than once. Yeah, that's dedication. I mean, we we got it's a, a taste of that. We got a taste yeah. of that with the um with the Lois and and Superman, Superman and Lois watching. Yeah. Them, you know. Like, we got a little taste of that. So there's – we got to get back to that, too, because I think it's back on now. <laughs> I believe so, yeah. I think it's only a couple episodes and then it's done for the season. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so one thing that's nice about this, like, Dawson's Creek po- – or uh, I, I want to call it a podcast, but it's going to be like a web mini series for YouTube. Mm. Um, and I'll post about it and stuff when, when it comes out. Word. We're close to doing the first episode because – the first season is only 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's short and he's burning through them. <laughs> so we're <laughs> we're close to recording that very soon. But, you know, what's fun about this versus week to week is that you can talk about the entire arc and the entire writing of a season of a show. It's yeah. a lot of content, especially when you're talking about a network show that, you know, once they get later on, it's like, you know, 22 episodes a season mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I'm I'm excited about it. It's. It's 
one of the first shows, probably next to Gilmore Girls, that I ever loved. It was mine. Hmm. You know, my my show, so to speak. Yeah. And so it's it's very clo- like I watched that before One Tree Hill before you know pretty much any pretty much any show except for like obviously kids shows like a Rugrats or something and then Gilmore Girls I watched before Dawson's Creek. Yeah. But that's about it. I found Dawson's Creek and Smallville around the same time. So I, I was going to chime in. Level, I was going to chime know? in with that. Like when it comes to those like episodic teen dramas or yeah. just, you know, that sort of thing. I need a hook. I need some type of supernatural hook to keep me coming back. Right. So, <clears throat> but it's not your demographic, man. They're not no, selling you. to you. They are selling to girls. They're selling to me. But it's kind of great when they can sell to both, you know, to everybody. Right. Rather, you know, so that, I would argue the perfect show, and that's how I've sold lots of guys onto it, is One Tree Hill. Mm. One Tree Hill is I've I've said I've said this on Rivercourt. I said it to sell Ryan. Um, I said it on Ravens. You know, recently when they started it, I said it is it is Cain and Abel on a basketball court. Okay. It is two brothers who are mortal enemies, kind of thing, and the teen drama is around that. Yeah. And, you know, it, it has sports involved. So I think that One Tree Hill is the most sellable, for lack of a better word. You know, when I was growing up, my dad could watch Smallville um, because, you know, he enjoyed it, whatever. He liked it a bit. Um, and he but he liked One Tree Hill. He mm. actually watched One Tree Hill. He could not do that. With any of these other shows. Yeah. He hated Dawson Creek. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, hilarious. I don't know what it is. It's just something about even one little thing in there that's supernatural or or just kind of like hooky. You know, like Veronica Mars. Like, there wasn't anything inherently supernatural about it, but it felt like there was. I don't know. There's some mystery going on. There's something more to it. Yeah. The thing that I love. And I, guys, I will stop talking about Dawson's Creek. I will talk to, <laughs> I would talk about it in more detail on that show. But one of the things that really sells me about Dawson's Creek is that it doesn't have that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about. It. I love that it's just about the relationships that we form and you know angst and how hard it is to grow up dealing with heartbreak dealing with all of these things and then your parents have their own shit going on and like that that's what i love about it there's not a big murder mystery there it's not it's not riverdale it's not these types of shows that feel like they need or you know gossip girl and i don't know they're doing coke or whatever like it's just (laughs) it's very grounded and there really hasn't been other than one tree hill which also ended up kind of getting crazier as it went on yeah you know there really isn't a show that is that grounded anymore well i, take I would it say back. gilmore I was, rules another way you i know, was able like a, to watch a, a very um, it's grounded in reality okay it's like the 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 what's it called uh dialogue is out there but like the stories are reality based yeah yeah so i was i was saying like i guess i guess the one exception for me was probably the wonder years if you could count that you know yeah i would I would yeah. definitely count that. That's an adolescent show. Yeah. For sure. That's that's why I'm kind of like torn because it doesn't really feel like a teen drama. It feels like a coming of age tale, which I I would put in two different categories. Um 
I think I would argue that the good ones cross over into both that they're that they are linked to each other. Yeah. Adolescence and and drama go hand in hand. I mm. think. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very. I think that. Um, unless you're me and a natural drama queen, it is the <laughs> it is the most dramatic time of your life, whether you want to be or not. Mm. I don't think you really have a choice in the matter. It's just how life plays out. Um, you know. No matter what, like if you're very popular and you have a lot of shit going on, you have all kinds of gossip and all kinds of things going on around you. Or if you have no friends and you're off on your own, you're yeah. both living the most dramatic life in the world. That's true. Like there's there's no way around it. So to me, they are very, very much tied. I would say that the Wonder Years has a hook as well, though. The hook is nostalgia. OK. You know, it's just it's so weird, like growing up being nostalgic for times that I did not exist in, you know? So when I see shows that take place in the 80s or even the 90s now, or shoot, I guess we can count the 2000s in there as well, the early aughts, but... Yeah, really. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. like, when I see stuff that's set in that time period, it almost feels over-self-indulgent, you know? Like, I lived through this, I've seen shows set in this era already, do I really need to go back and revisit it? Like, I, I wonder how our parents felt, like, watching that 70s show and that sort of thing. Yeah. I agree. I love that 70s show. Anyway, but, like, <laughs> these, you know, these shows do have... No, I'm thinking of, like, the hook of, like, what what sells you on this this thing? Why did you come to it? So right. that that is interesting. Now I'm just kind of, like, going over shows in my brain and wondering what it was about them. Um, like what sells you on <laughs> I what sells you on like that 70s show over that 80s show, you know? Yeah, well, I think that that <coughs> um, there's nothing inherently different about either one, right? One is um, bit like when you're talking about the baseline, one is a show set in the 80s yeah. and they're doing 80s things. One is a 70s show set in the 70s and doing <laughs> 70s things. But what sells it, just like there's real no inherent difference between um, Dawson, maybe a Dawson's Creek and like, a, I don't want to say Beverly Hills 90210 because that one that was very much about rich kids and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, One Tree Hill, I guess, being, being the two examples. These shows are, they are both the same genre of a type of thing but it's like what's the like that little thing that the shift that makes you go i really like this yeah and i think for that 70s show the thing that we don't think about it's not just like the friends are so freaking funny and like donna's the dream girl and everything like that i think that the thing that really sells you on that 70s show is the parents they yeah. love the shit out of each other and they love their kid yeah and there's something that's like wrapping yourself in a warm blanket about that so and even though like red is always on air case and everything that's it's very rare to see that there's always there's always that thing that sells you you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and that for me is what that 70s show is so good at like his parents were phenomenal <laughs> like even Red, who's a complete asshole, there was like, definitely he a, loves uh, his kids. There was he definitely was a Fox, you know, Fox TV sort of vibe to all the shows that were on that yeah. network around that time. 
And that 70s show, I think, benefited from that because they didn't have to deal with network notes asking them to soften the characters at all. It was just like, no, here they are. They're raw. They're fresh. They're real. And and this is how parents would treat their kids. And I haven't really seen a dad like Red's uh, except for like F is for Family, that Bill Burr cartoon where he plays his yeah. dad, you know, that's, it that's the closest. It's definitely not a thing anymore. No, it's not. I mean, that type of sitcom isn't really a thing anymore either. Right. Is it, you know? Right. Right. Just kind of sad. It, so I know third rock from the sun. Oh yeah. Was the same creators at 70 show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that a Fox show as well? Cause that show was weird. That was NBC. Like speaking of a, Guys, we are already completely off the rails. But what was it? It, it was on NBC. NBC, okay. Yeah. Because um, I know that the husband and wife duo that created that 70s show created Third Rock first. And then it was like a year or two later they created that 70s show. Ah. Um, but, like, that's another one where where you're going, okay, what's the, pre- the premise of this is weird or out there or whatever. The, this is, another, like... I remember taking a writing class and they were kind of talking about it's either the person is extraordinary or extraordinary things happen to them. Mm. That's usually what every type of story you've ever loved is. So um, a Dawson's Creek is extraordinary things are happening around them, whatever. They're interpersonal relationships, all of that stuff. Yeah. But they're uh, Smallville. He is an extraordinary person surrounded by ordinary things, you know. And then, of course, some extraordinary things happen because he pulls them in because he is special. Um, and that's like so when I I think about like, OK, that 70s show, it's just the extraordinary things. What's interesting, though, is that the creators of that show had the exact opposite premise with Third Rock from the Sun. They, <laughs> they were like, OK, one is going to one show is going to be really grounded in reality. And it's just going to be them going on their zany adventures. And then the other show is going to be aliens from outer space <laughs> who are on Earth. That's that's insane to me that those two com- these two completely different shows that are so brilliant in their own right and completely separate from each other came from the same people. That's just wild to me. Like yeah. it's really cool. I really think the pitch for that '70s show was just hey. Let's let John Lithgow go nuts and then build this around him. Let's give him a reason to be third, the full for Lithgow. Third, third rock. For third yeah. for third rock from the set. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give him a reason to be the yeah. F- yeah. the full John Lithgow and, and see what happens next. And it worked. Was he as big of a star when that happened? I mean as I, he is now. I knew right? him from like Cliffhanger. He was always like a villain, you know? But I think yeah. that really yeah. put him on um, you know, of course, Broadway and everything, but I think that put him on a lot of people's radar that would have never really given him a second thought. He was always just, hey, that's that guy from this other movie that I like, too. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He was a theater guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was yeah. that type of guy. Because his delivery, awesome. his delivery, the way he the way he delivers his lines, <laughs> you can just tell he's, like, giving it to the back of the room, you know, every time. That cast is for and both of those shows the cast are absolutely incredible we know danny masterson is danny masterson but like he was great on that show too like you know every like we are you know we 
believe everything that's happening and, you know, acknowledge everything that has happened with him. But, like, the cast is phenomenal on that yeah, show. they did a good Same job. Same with Third Rock from the Sun. Like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry we went on the craziest rants. But, yeah, I get I get what you're saying, though. Like, you usually, like, 99% of the time, you want that hook. Right. When you, Especially when you're talking about a teen drama or something like that. I think most people are that way. I think that that's what they're selling now mm. with shows. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something to make it stand out. I think for me, a big shift that I seem to notice, at least in the teen drama world, was when Gossip Girl came out. Oh, All of a okay. sudden, it was like, it was like, the shows have to be bigger and crazier. And I think I sent you one scene from Gossip Girl, the Thanksgiving scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just that super catty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was, it's, like, it's not a good show. I'm sorry. If you guys love Gossip Girl, I'm glad you enjoy it or whatever. But, like, I think that Gossip Girl is, like, where shit goes downhill. Mm. <laughs> like, starting with that show. And I totally understand that people enjoy it and everything like that. But there, there's just something about, if you look at the shift in teen dramas, before that, I would argue, like, they were really great. And, you know, in my opinion, uh, kind of the OC and One Tree Hill were the last of the good ones. Maybe well, it kind of started with the OC. I don't let's know. Let's look at it this way. They're, just, let's they're objectively, all just about, like, rich kids. Objectively, these, yeah. these shows have to hit you at the right time. They have to hit you at a time where yes, you're coming of age and you're looking at these shows and you're like, this is adult. I need to watch this to see what adults are like subconsciously in the back of your head. But, you know, in the forefront of your mind, it's like, oh, shit, this is some this is some real drama. I need to watch. I need to find out what's going to happen next. And shows the the WB, the CW, they had a whole buffet ready for you right there. And so I think by the time shows like Gossip Girl started to come on, it was like, okay, we've gotten the baseline of what these dramas are. Let's see what we can do to kick it up a notch. You know, it's just oversaturation. No, that's definitely true. Not in a bad way. Because I, I should have liked, yeah, I should have liked Gossip Girl more because that was when I, that was when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. actually in high school. But I like, I guess I liked the ones that I was watching in middle school and then onward to high school more, but you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's, I'm working on that project. <laughs> that's coming along. We're close no, to getting season one, you know, recorded at some point soon. That's good. That's good. So you're right. We, we did kind of, uh, run rough shot over everything we want to talk about at the top of the show. Uh, of course, <laughs> we, <laughs> we want to thank everybody that made the time to tune in to our live show. Uh, at the Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival, the virtual festival that we participated in. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time in the chat room with everybody as we watched along with you, uh, as we as we snacked along with you. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. And we got to um, do some good, too. We, we raised, uh, what, what was the final total, $200 and change? Like $206 or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For uh, Resilience. So we did a we did a lot of we did a lot of good. We had a lot of fun. We did a lot of good there. So thank you everybody who contributed and everybody who spread the word about what we were doing. Don't feel bad if you missed out on the live show. Yeah. Uh we're going to put it up on YouTube this week and it's going to be the the full extended version because I had to I had to make some 
some difficult cuts in there because we only had a limited amount of time so as not to, uh, you know, piss off our fellow performers on the live show. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to plug that back in, put it on YouTube. And, uh, hey, if you still want to donate, just let us know uh, if you want to PayPal us. And, and uh, you know, the, the link will be in the show. But let us know in the notes so we don't think you're just giving us a wonderful gift. Uh, if you want to donate to yeah, 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 yeah. If you want us to donate it, tell us. <laughs> yeah. At this point, at this point, I would say, you know, since the fundraiser is basically over, um, give them your money directly. I mean, tell them we sent you, I guess. But, you know, yeah. go go to Resilience and uh, yeah. help them out. If you want, I mean, if you want to pay for us, fucking go for it. I don't care. Yeah. But, like, uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, if you want that link to their website or whatever to make sure you donate to the right place, message us. Um, specifically, Instagram or Twitter would be the best place, and we will send you that link. You can feel free to do that too. Right on. So, but thank you everyone that brought to it. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. We we were humbled by the response. Um, you know, it, it's it's interesting sometimes how when folks start to really tune in and really participate in what we're doing, whether it be in the discord or, you know, on, on social media or whatever, it, it kind of ignites a spark and it makes you want to create more. So we've got some ideas in the works. Yeah. We put out a t-shirt just to commemorate Lex's rewatch of scrubs for some reason today. Uh, but it's a nice shirt. You should go check it out. We'll put a link up for it. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Sometimes it's it, you definitely get that feeling where you're like, oh, we're just kind of talking into the void. And then every once in a while, people pop up and they're like, so I thought that. And I'm like, oh, wait, people are listening. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I'm glad we're making it for you guys. It's always interesting when in meet space, just... people bring up something I talked about on the show um, as if they're continuing the conversation. And it's like. They kind of have to catch me up now. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, right. That thing that I said three weeks ago. Thanks. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. I can't remember shit. You guys have to remind <laughs> us. And I'm sorry for that. But we also talk at least an hour every week about the most random shit. So, yeah. yeah. I truly think the only reason why I'm able to retain more of what we discuss on the show is because I edit it and then... <laughs> I, I usually end up listening to it again if Dee's cooking because she, she throws on the podcast while she's making dinner. So it's like, you know, I, I'll ask her if I'm in the room I am, with her. I still, it it will never cease to fascinate me that you, your spouse, listens to our podcast. Well, I kind of I get it because there's there's a certain kind of conversation um you know, that we have with one another. And I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, we don't talk at all. But it's just like we have a shorthand, you know, where she knows yeah. all my tricks already. She knows what I'm going to talk about. And she knows what she's going to throw me to respond to because she's her. Uh, so getting getting an yeah. outside factor involved of new conversation, of course, like current events and that sort of thing, too. It's interesting to hear what somebody you love is talking about i guess but i'm glad she listens because everybody's I, spouse ain't like that everybody I think i'm just i think i'm just used to being annoying like, like <laughs> nobody listens to the like nobody i know in my in my well one or two friends listen to whatever but like 
some of those friends I've found through the podcast or whatever, mm -hmm. like yeah. I, or I've made friends with them as I was making the podcast and they listen. I'm like, but like, you know, I'm thinking about pe like people in my, no, no, <laughs> usually people usually don't care. <laughs> even if I dated a girl or whatever and she's, doesn't doesn't even ask about it doesn't care i'm like oh okay all right that's <laughs> well, that's pretty pretty much the case yeah all right you'd be surprised and of course there are so i'm i'm that's why i'm fascinated that's why i'm fascinated about it i'm like you got like you literally have an entire catalog of my thoughts available <laughs> and all you'd have to do is search on your phone and and just like no i i don't care cool <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such a cheat right. sheet it's so easy it's like hey if you want to know how to talk to me if you want to know what type of person i am yeah i i talk for at least an hour a week that you could easily just look up I mean, yeah it's right there i think that's a true insight into how little they give a shit <laughs> i mean really me. it's like I want to know me. i mean I, like let's be honest like man. let's keep it 100 like that's the case that I I really like. It's usually I'm very interested in getting to know them, and they're not really <laughs> that interested in getting to know me. I don't know why, but it, you know, that's just the case. so. Like yeah, I could see it. I could see it being like I don't really give a shit about your podcast. If I if I'm in a situation, <sighs> a, a hypothetical situation, of course, I'm dating a girl who hosts yeah. a podcast, and my biggest concern is how I'm going to be brought up on the show. If at all, you know, I don't know if I would be more oh, hurt, yeah. you know, and I know it's completely narcissistic, but I, I don't know if I'd be more offended if I'm you not bought up at all or if I'm bought up in an unfavorable light, you know, <laughs> I've only ever dated one person who's ever like been interested in that. And she was on this show. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I said, I remember saying, I remember saying to her very early on. When we were starting a relationship that I said, I will be referencing someone on the show that I went on a date with her and it's you. And she's like, it better be me or whatever. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, and that was, it. and she, she was the only one who actually did listen to some of it too, you know, but like, it's, it's weird, you know, I don't I mean, well, I guess I mean, that's how fickle she was. Our numbers went down after you broke up. So fuck her, man. I mean, <laughs> man, you know, I, I wonder, I have wondered if she's ever gone back and listened after that breakup. And then I'm like, bold of you to assume she gives a shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. Most exes don't, man. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. No, they don't. No. I care too much. They don't care at all. Whatever. No, burn. They can burn all go down. to Texas. You know, I, I have a friend, and I feel uh, like I may have mentioned this a long, long time ago. I have a friend who lived in Texas for the majority of her life. And she moved to Chicago, and one of the first people she met was her wife. And so literally, literally all her exes live in <laughs> Texas. And that's where they remain. You know, so you just know, don't that's, go over there. That's <laughs> It's it's convenient. Oh, it's that's handy. amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love I, it. That that sounds wonderful. Both leaving <laughs> the shitty place <laughs> and finding your wife. I mean, Sign me up. Fuck. fuck. It's like you. If you're ever wondering if you made the right decision in life, that right there shows you. Like, yeah, I didn't fuck up. I went ahead and did this and jackpot right away. You know. 
will say 100%, I cannot have that conversation with myself of did I make the right decision? Oh, no. At this present point in my life. No. <laughs> I cannot have, I can't, because it, it sends me spiraling, really, mm. realistically. I think that, I mean, that is a, a sure sign of, you know, you're dealing with, you're working through anxiety and depression and what whatnot of when you start asking that question and then you immediately, you're, you kind of have to stop yourself because that's what you do when you, you work through these things and you go, nope, 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 we're not, we're not going there right now because when we do the theoretical thing that we're gone for the day mm -hmm. and nothing gets done, <laughs> you're, you're off in your own, uh, ugh, world. Yeah. But yeah, like that, those questions, of, did I do the right thing with X, Y, and Z? No, no, I can't. I can't indulge that bitch. She is way too <laughs> annoying. Sometimes you need, a, you need an outside consultant sometimes. I, I completely know what you mean there. Because speaking, of, speaking of exes and did I do the right thing, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, more celebrity couples gossip news that's apparently what we are now that's Hot what our gosh. podcast is yeah um since we recorded yes um benifer updates that's still happening they're being photographed together more and this is what's fascinating to me ben affleck is wearing this like watch mm -hmm. bracelet-y thing i guess it's a watch <laughs> it's just like a bracelet to me but uh -huh. it's like a metal watch that Jennifer Lopez gave him in the 2000s, and he's wearing it again Ooh, now. Okay. Which is interesting, because that means that he ha he has held on to this watch for almost 20 years. I mean, that's what gets me. Right? Like, it was he, like 2003. Yeah. He, he kept this thing just to break out in case of this emergency here. You know, he's moved a few times since then. No, they're getting married. Yeah. This is, this is like, they're, they're going to be to get, like... I'm not saying that it's going to last forever, but I would be shocked if they don't get married. Who does this? <laughs> Who gets back at – if they were just hooking up, it would be one thing. But the fact that he's, like, wearing the bracelet and stuff, I'm reading way too much into this. This is stupid tween me being bored and coming back to life and being like, look at them. They're back together. Look, I he has he carried a flame I'm because fascinated. I can tell you right now, I don't own anything from – any previous relationships that I've had, not not forgetful, not mindfully. No, I get rid of that shit so much so you know it's no I secret. Of, oh my god, me too. I get rid of everything because I'm like this just hurts and yeah. I need to get it out of my life. Even if it's a bad yeah. friend breakup, sometimes I'll get rid of that shit. You know, like I don't need this. Reminds me of this person. I don't want to have this in my face. Dude. Like famously. Not famously, but it's no yes. secret that I have been married before. I have nothing from that time period of my life. This woman bought me a well, share of to Pixar. To be fair, you have scars. Yes. You have lots of them. Well, I have literal. I have a literal scar, and then <laughs> mental ones as well. <laughs> she wasn't abusive. Yes. Let me just—I yep. don't want to slander anybody. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a chainsaw. Story. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but, no, but yeah. it was. <laughs> No, I, I, she bought me a share of Pixar at one point. And at the time, I'm like, wow, what a gift. This is the most on point, most amazing thing I've ever received. I sold that shit. It's gone. I got a little profit off of it, which is nice, <laughs> but I don't have it anymore. It's God, out the door. I can't, 
We are like the most loyal motherfuckers in the world. But man, when the bridges are burned, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like people used to ask me about like it would come up in conversation like, hey, do you still have this? Or, you know, hey, remember that that thing that, you know, uh, you had at your house back in the I'm like, I lost it in the fire. It's gone. That used to be my go to line. It's lost in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. Based on the yeah, hit. so the fact that one yeah. of them had this, mm-hmm. you know, she kept it over the years, oh, and then gave it back to him again. Okay, all it right, is a return, which I find, I find both scenarios romantic. Now I do. I like your version. Am better. I toxic? That am I toxic? <laughs> no, no, no. You're not Britney Spears, but I feel like okay. I like your version okay. better. That they had a they had a as amicable as can be breakup. He felt bad yeah. about having this in his possession because it, you know, it meant something to her. Maybe it or belonged. Or he like left it at her house. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was a family heirloom or something like that. And she's like, here, I want you to have this. And yeah, he just gave it back. And then she's like, hey, guess what? You deserve to wear this again. And he's like, well, all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it, man. <laughs> I... I wish I wasn't as into this as I am. <laughs> it's so funny. Let's put it that way. The picture you Why shared. Why am I like this? He just looks like a Jack Paul Rudd now. Like that's that's his 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 uh, pandemic level. Is just kind of yeah jacked dad bodish Paul Rudd. And that's a good look. I, yeah, I forgot how clean cut he was with her. Yeah. In the old picture. Right. Because there's the old picture of them together. Right. That's the boiler room daredevil days right there. <laughs> yes yeah oh yeah yeah basically right yeah that was the same year that's right so yeah and j-lo looks the same oh yeah she doesn't only change. the clothing gives it away i mean what the fuck what is she how how it's them jeans <laughs> she's yeah. got them good jeans that's all it's because she's from the block you know <laughs> from the box okay yes now yeah. here's from if, the block if you thought yep. Kat Dennings and Andrew W.K. was weird, get okay. ready. <laughs> well, wait, because we do have Kat Dennings and Andrew W.K. news. I feel like we so can let's just address that. First. We can just spill that. That's going to be quick. That's just the next logical step. They got engaged. They got engaged. Like, suddenly they were dating, and yep. I was like, I don't know about this. And then suddenly they got engaged. And that <laughs> makes me think even more so, is this real? Ah. Is it real? We're going to find out. We're going to find know. out soon. If they get married, like, next week, quote-unquote get married next week or something like that, like, then we'll know. He's got an album or something coming out. He's going on tour. I'm just, I'm, I'm skeptical. I am. I don't know. They're okay. real. They're real so, loved up. They're real loved up on the on the Instagram. So who knows? Who knows? That's what makes me think it's fake. If it wasn't that crazy and intense, although they both are very intense people, so maybe that's just the way they are. I mean, if it's real, I'm happy for them. Yeah. If it's fake, I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Why'd you do this? You know what? Fuck this. We're going back a step here. Okay. Spider Verse. Or no, fucking No Way Home, bring back Ben Affleck as Daredevil for a cameo. Get it done. Do that shit. 
Yeah. Oh man, I want to see that. He would Holy never. Shit. He would fucking never. <laughs> he would never. No. Nobody. And by the way, nobody wants that. No. I want that. I want but, it. Like literally, nobody else wants that. <laughs> That would be great. I mean, I feel like yeah. people would at least just kind of pop for the the moment and then just be like, "All right, let's move on," you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, the other news is: Did we talk about John Mulaney getting divorced? We did. Or was, did that happen between? No, we 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 did talk about remember. that. So let's let's uh, okay. let's get to the real batshit news now. What's up? So now the news is that John Mulaney is dating Olivia Munn. Olivia? Um, Munn. Fresh off of this breakup. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And how did they meet, Lex? What's, so, uh, how, did, how, did, how did they meet one another? What was that? That I don't know. I don't know. Do you know? According, that, was that a lead-in? or? According to something <laughs> that I read, and now now that I say it like that, I want to be sure. Uh, according to an article I read, oh, no, here it is, in VanityFair.com, the new couple reportedly, quote-unquote, met at church. Um, they fucking cheated. That seems pretty obvious, right? I mean... I mean, yeah, if you're saying you met at church, I... Mm, that sounds like I, Also, I don't mm. think Olivia Munn is Catholic. I don't know. He's Catholic. I don't, but see, this is the thing, like, okay, okay. I appreciate people have their own personal laws with God, that they have certain faiths that they, they uh, subscribe to. That's fine, you know, as long as it's not taking away any rights from anybody else, do what you're doing. Go with God. Right. I, I can't understand how they met at church and that blossomed into a relationship when John Mulaney had a whole ass wife at home all this time then went to rehab, then got out, and the way that it feels is that she was, like, parked outside waiting for him to pick him up and take him. We do not know how... Right. We do not know how long they were having issues. They were separated. And we don't know if... Look, I mean, let's be honest here. Sometimes when relationships are coming to an end, one person is still fighting very hard for the relationship to keep going, and one person is completely done. Yeah, that's um, true. We do not know. I, I'm guessing that regardless of the situation, that's what was happening here. Yeah. Right or wrong, you know, that he was out and she was still very much in it. Um, Man. <laughs> so that – now, so so – that little I, I will give that leeway of like maybe they didn't cheat and that's the scenario. But when your publicist or whatever the fuck is going like the insider is going, they met at church. I'm like, you fucking cheated. I don't believe you. Fuck it, you. It feels like that. And, and like I... he's he looks so bad from this, you know, yeah. because he look, I, I mean, we shouldn't put people on a pedestal and stuff. Who cares? Like. You know, it, it's not right to put our own morals onto someone else when we're not, they're not like our person or, but like they didn't agree to, to, you know, be that way. But it, it does suck in the sense of like Mulaney, you know, his whole bit, his whole comedy thing, like 
he was not the like, ugh, take my wife, please, guy. He right. was like the I fucking love my wife and I respect my wife. She's amazing. Yeah. So to see him become that cliche, possibly, allegedly, whatever, of like, well, there's the hot lady, you know, I'm gone, bye. That sucks. Like that sucks to see. And I want to I want to clarify. I'm not because okay. Folks know I'm not the biggest fan of Olivia <laughs> Mudd, but I'm not blaming. Yes, you are not. I right. like Olivia Mudd. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm trying. Um, I'm... I do not like the way this scenario is shaping up. I don't is like how this cool went. To me. Right, no, I'm not a fan of how this went. This feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, but I just wanted to put out that you know that acknowledgement that folks that know who listen that know me know that I'm not her biggest fan just i don't find her that entertaining but that does not play into this at all the fact that john mulaney seemingly just fucking jumped ship and went over to olivia munn and now according to page six well according to um her instagram feed uh, her instagram story anna marie anna marie tendler oh, okay yeah she's um yeah listening to the new Olivia Rodrigo album sour and saying, Hey, best. You want to hang out? (laughs) Uh, Have you listened to Olivia Rodrigo at all? Yeah. I I just want to ask you that question. Yeah. 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 You have? Yeah. Through, through uh, a song like twice. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I've heard, I've heard her. I, I'm not listening to this album and I, the drive, that drive song like that she has. Yeah. I I don't connect with it. It's I, I I listen to it. I'm like this isn't for me. Like whatever. There's just something about it. I think this is. I, I'm understanding how people feel about Taylor Swift because <laughs> oh. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this isn't for me. But I get it. I'll give like, you one better. It, but it's not. This is not for me. This is how yeah. aged out of this I am. So the only reason that I'm familiar, and yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, the only reason I'm familiar with Olivia Olivia Rodrigo is because, um the morning news and Saturday night live because they, they did a whole sketch where guys in the bar around my age were like quoting the song and really coming together. And it was supposed to be like tongue in cheek. Like, Oh yeah, we won't know this song. We're manly men. You know, but that's really fucking happening because (laughs) apparently like all these older millennials are really into this album. And that's the joke. It's it's a little bit weird. That's the joke. That's where I was going because they were saying, um, there was a, there was a meme going around this week where somebody, you know, allegedly it didn't really happen, but allegedly got a, a pop up from Spotify saying, Oh, we see that you're over 30 and trying to listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Would you like to listen to Phoebe Bridgers instead? And that's where I felt super old because I'm like, I'm too old for Phoebe Bridgers. I love Phoebe Bridgers, though. Like, and look at, and I, I want to say I am not judging the Olivia Rodrigo love no. at all. No, no, I'm definitely not. I'm just saying it's not it doesn't connect with me. So everyone is freaking out over this and I and I'm not and I'm kind of going, oh, yeah, OK, this is like the Taylor Swift vibe or or maybe Miley Cyrus, whatever. Like I get why this is a thing, but it's I'm just not super into it. So, yeah, yeah the fact that she's listening to this like clearly resonating heartbreak of an album. Yes, that's what. Oh, my God. Lost. And it seems like, OK. 
it's her it's her own Instagram and and she's a just you know she's a private citizen she deserves her privacy but she's putting it out there on her story like right. that it makes me think like all right it's not targeted but it's with purpose you know like I'm just sitting oh, over here feeling she's this pissed. oh yeah understandably yeah, she's heartbroken and pissed I get it yeah yeah I no 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 I I understand that from the outside looking um, in being she yeah just being on on that side of it and knowing that you know she she put out many statements uh about supporting her husband and all that stuff and being there for him and of course in his stand-up specials we heard yeah. about how much she was there for him and supported him throughout all these struggles and anytime you would see them interact with one another like when uh she popped up on comedians uh driving cars coffee blah 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 like they seem like a right. great couple. They seem like, you know, just a perfect little, you know, Midwestern couple. And yeah, then yeah, Olivia Munn pulls up to rehab. Saying, get in, motherfucker. <sighs> I was in Magic Mike. Let's go. Oh. I, I just want to state for the record that in these scenarios, it's always saying shit about the other woman or whatever, and I'm like, well, he is the one who is married. Yeah. So let's let's not get to say first and foremost that the biggest asshole of the bunch in this scenario would be John Mulaney, and That's then true. after that it would be the secondary party. <laughs> the secondary for asshole. Sure. Yes. Um, if they know. I acknowledge they, and agree. It, well, if they know too, she has to know. I acknowledge she and agree. Most of my yeah. digs are coming. But I, 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 the only thing, my only like defense is. I get kind of like, okay, but remember, <laughs> he's the fucking grown-up who, you know, allegedly, you know, cheated on his wife. Yep. So, yep. Yep. he's yep. the yep. worst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> especially with the whole world watching, at least for your public image, man, you have a brand. All right. Love. Yes. Absolutely. Loyalty. Loyalty is a great thing. Love, absolutely, 100%. What about your fucking brand? What did, When you get out of rehab, people were fucking God, rooting for him. Like, I yes. Went to I went to church. <laughs> and then, I, yeah. I mean, the whole bit, that's my wife. That's out the window now. We can't even, we can't even enjoy that wholeheartedly anymore. Oh. That's my ex. What? <laughs> like, oh, uh, okay. Uh. We were robbed. We were robbed. All right. It's almost as if we shouldn't put faith in people. Fuck. That you know? we don't know. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and I'm not and saying... Even the ones we do know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, kudos yeah. to Olivia Munn for shutting the fuck up. Because you haven't heard anything from her. You ain't heard anything from her. And that's exactly how it should be. Because it's just like, it's, it's, it's her situation. We shouldn't be involved in this in the first place. There's no reason to invite anybody in. Deal with it and just keep on rolling. I wonder if John Mulaney has posted anything. I don't know. No, he hasn't posted anything since December. <laughs> He's one on of those stand-ups that least. understands. Like, less is more when it comes to social media. I think he's he's that type of stand-up. Just like, um, Agreed. you know, Donald Agreed. Glover. Donald Glover's a weird bird. Like, in a, in a lot of different ways, but primarily in this scenario, because when he posts something on Twitter, he'll delete it a day later, and that's it. He follows no one. 
he's got 2.5 million followers yeah. of, of his own, but he'll say something on Twitter, let it just sit there for a day. All the news sites get it. Oh my God, Donald Glover said this, and then he deletes mm-hmm. it, and that's it. Doesn't like anything, nothing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I love the chaos of Donald Glover in that way. And I'm sure Should he's got he's got like a fake account that he goes and he like you know participates if he if he gets the itch. Dan Harmon has gone on record to say he does have an alias on Twitter where he'll participate in discourse without being Dan Harmon getting involved. So I mean that's the vibe. I, I can't blame him. Dan Harmon has has done this, or or Dan Harmon says that Donald Glover does this. Dan Harmon has done this. So, on the on the okay. most recent reunion episode of Harmon Town, because they came back for one night only, um, he was talking right. about like, yeah, I, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not Dan Harmon on Twitter anymore because every time I would say or do something, like you know, there'd be 15 news stories about you know why they should cancel Dan Harmon. So from that perspective i get it you know if, if it's too hot in the kitchen get out of the oven you know whatever the yeah phrase. yeah you know what I'm trying to say. yeah i wouldn't have social media accounts if i was that level of known i don't think oh no Mm-mm. unless i had to no, like that... tina fey has never been on any social media yeah smartly so ever yeah i think amy poehler is the same way I want to say uh, she every, might have an Instagram. Yeah, I, I was gonna say because she's got that um, that charity uh, or that foundation that she's a part of. I forget what it's called. It's Girls Rock or something. Oh, like that. Uh, smart. Yeah, smart girls. Smart girls. Um, she'll smart post. Girls. Yeah, so she'll post on there or, or send something for them to post on there. Mm-hmm. But even that, like, she's she's not as involved with the social media as much anymore. So, yeah, no, Amy Poehler doesn't have any social media yeah i think most celebrities stand-up comics in particular understand like if you if you want to be yourself social media is not the place to do it because you're your brand wherever you are yes but the massive celebrities like jennifer aniston for example it is really smart of them to get social media because then they have more of a control of the narrative and they're basically taking you know money away from these bullshit tabloids yeah yeah let's talk about jennifer aniston for for a hot second here so you know that friends reunion is is happening i don't give a fuck but the friends reunion is taking place it is i don't either and i like friends and i really don't care that much yeah like that's not a reunion where i'm like oh i'm clamoring to see this because they've teased this reunion for so many years at this point it's kind of old hat because you'd see three or four of them get together on like a jimmy fallon or something and and just like hey remember and they're actually friends in real life so they'll just post on instagram or whatever that they're just fucking hanging out at the house whatever there's no bad blood whatsoever but the reason i want to dwell on jennifer aniston for a moment is because like yes she was the most sought after woman on that show yes she has always been traditionally attractive but by golly yeah out of that entire cast she has aged the best it is amazing when you look at her and she just looks almost like maybe a week has passed from the end of that show to now it's incredible incredible yeah she's i think it was 
How I know I knew because of working in in medical industry, I knew a doctor or something that had like treated her. She's very meticulous about the way that she it was like dermatology or some random shit like that. That's I don't that, know. That's she's water. just one of those people that takes really good care of herself. That's that smart yeah. water. Well, I'm she takes really good care of herself and and you know, that's part of her job yeah. is to to keep, and and part of it's teens too, you know. Like That's true. That's true. Um but yeah, she's just one of those one of those people yeah yeah she really is like i and i'm not trying to be lecherous or anything like that obviously you know um but it's just interesting that you have like a random sampling of six actors and all of them look like they've aged in a you know understandable way and then jennifer aniston shows up and it's like oh shit (laughs) we got old what the fuck (laughs) i would say it's like the of them, the best aged one is Jennifer Aniston, and then Lisa Kudrow. Oh, Lisa Kudrow. And then good. it's like yeah. Schwimmer. Yeah. Like Lisa Kudrow is largely unchanged, and then Schwimmer looks great, and then you kind of because of plastic surgery or whatever, like a natural, like it kind of goes downhill from there. <laughs> I'm not going to rank the other ones, but no, I think we no, all know no. who's last. So. <laughs> Was it um, um um Matthew Perry? He used to have issues with like alcoholism. I think, I think and... we know who's last. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. So <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Dan Harmon. What's this Dan Harmon thing? I don't. What, what's what's going on? What is this? So back in the edgy days of the 1990s and the in the early 90s, he he ran a a web series called Channel 101. And what it did, it allowed him and his friends to get together and make little sketches that they would put on a funny or die-esque type of website that was grossly less popular than funny or die. But it was popular enough to get a, a cult following. So one of the sketches that he recorded way back in the day uh, was him uh, I- imitating uh, a sexual act with a, a, uh, a baby doll. And every now and then that clip comes back and the internet breaks down and tries to cancel him all over again. And he has apologized for it. He said it was in bad taste. He said that, you know, if he could go back and undo it, he would. Um, But the fact is that it exists. So, yeah, every couple of years you'll see that make the rounds and it, it, drives him to interact online with people less and less the uh the success of rick and morty of course and that fan base and how aggressive they can be uh in addition to him being called out on previous bad decisions he made uh just makes him you know kind of retreat into a shell so we're seeing that happen in real time yeah 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 I assume that's what you were talking right, about. Because yeah, there's that's... this. No. Oh. No. Okay. This fox. You put in foxes making an animated oh, series. That shit. Okay. Yeah. I NFTs? don't know. NFTs. This. <laughs> I love your note on this one because. What is said, this? He said it just... I don't. I don't know what this means. <laughs> so now, now that we've gotten all that context about Dan Harmon as a person, this is even stranger. Uh, so the headline in question, Fox is making a blockchain animated series with Rick and Morty creator Dan Harmon to sell you NFTs. Now, of course, we what all... is it? What is a blockchain? 
Um, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought this was something that you were supposed to know what it is. Like, this reads like you should know what all of this is, and I do not understand half of these words. Well, that's what it's like. The blockchain thing, it's like, okay, I get what it – I kind of understand what it means when it comes to, like, you know, Bitcoin and all that and the, the mining of such – should I go- is it a thing that I should Google or should I not Google it? Is it a bad thing? I don't know what it has to do with like is it a making bad should animated. Should I incognito Google this? <laughs> so basically, gonna... taking taking blockchain out of the conversation blockchain. altogether, it's like basically there's going to be yet another series by Dan Harmon. Uh, you know, he's he's got a lot of different projects in the works right now, and I feel like whatever creativity is oh, there. Cryptocurrency. The cryptocurrency blockchain explorer service wallet. I don't know. See? I don't care. You can spend all night. I don't care night. about cryptocurrency other than it's like fucking terrible for the environment. And fuck you for all these corporations for getting in on this now. Fuck you. Well, it's the NFTs uh. that are that are uh, apparently bad for the environment because you know they're using up a lot more yeah. electricity than anything has a right to do. So cryptocurrency is not either from what i've gathered i i truly believe i don't think and this is something that people yeah. can go back years from now and call me out on or whatever this whole nft craze i i don't think it's going to last that long i think that bubble is going to burst as many people uh get more involved in it but what from what i understand from this article uh, coming from the verge.com from what i understand it looks like dan Harmon is making an animated series that is going to sell uh, NFT non-fungible token clips of it to fans. So in the same way that you go on Twitter and you type in uh, a GIF that you want to respond to somebody with, the person who owns this NFT is the owner of this particular footage. And if they want to share it, they can. If they don't, then it's all theirs. You know, something along those lines. But it seems silly. It really does. It, it's so stupid because, like, anything that's on the internet, like, it, it just exists forever, really. Yeah. I don't, I don't get this. I don't let's, understand it. I feel old. I feel old. <laughs> this can ma- immediately make you feel dumb or old or or both. So, uh, the article says Fox Entertainment CEO Charlie Collier told advertisers during its upfronts presentation on Monday. I'm sure as they all nodded off and went to sleep, that as an advertiser-focused, artist-first, and animation-obsessed company, fuck, that's a lot of buzz, Fox is going to take advertisers into the world of blockchain-powered tokens, <clears throat> including NFTs. It will launch a dedicated marketplace for Crapopolis, a show set in mythical ancient Greece, centered on a flawed family of humans, gods, and monsters that tries to run one of the world's first cities without killing each other. So the show itself has nothing to do with blockchain or NFTs. It's just some added stuff they're putting around it, it seems. the marketplace. I find this stupid. Me too. The marketplace will curate and sell digital goods ranging from NFTs of one-of-a-kind character and background art and gifts, as well as tokens that provide exclusive social experiences to engage and reward super fans, according to Fox. So... This is the this is the whole whale principle. This is the same way that mobile games make a profit. It doesn't matter if you or I go in and we really enjoy playing a mobile game and we spend $5 one time 
to like get to a certain mm-hmm. level that you're trying to get to or whatever. It's the people who right. they consider whales who go in and spend $99 on the biggest token pack that you can or people that will buy these uh, trading cards, quote unquote, from NBA to see if they can get some Something rare NFTs. It, we're, I, why are trading cards a fucking thing again, man? Why are why is everyone going crazy over trading cards right now? Shit, I was going to ask and, like, you. Yu-Gi-Oh! Stuff. I part- don't know what's happening. <laughs> Bitch, I am about to get older in like two weeks. I don't know what's happening. No, I'm aging out. Between you and I. I'm aging into my first I but, love it. But, I'm an old, <laughs> grumpy piece of shit. Revel in it. So between you and I, we are the perfect age demographic for the Pokemon card craze, right? So I feel like either one or both of us should understand why grown white men are fucking breaking down the doors at Walmart, causing all kind of chaos in this in this uh, you know pandemic era, trying to buy. Every single box of Pokemon cards, uh, you know, I mean, for themselves. So in case people think that I'm exaggerating, I, you're, there's you're, footage. You really want you really want the black man and the lesbian <laughs> to understand why men are fucking weird. White men are weird. What was fucked I don't up? think we're solving that riddle, bud. I need to I need to share this footage with everybody on, the, on our socials, too, because the men who were going to buy these cards, who were rushing and fighting one another and elbowing each other out of the way. I even saw one man with a cane that almost got pushed over. Like, they all looked the same. They all looked exactly the fucking same, like they were just clones of one another. It was fucking scary. Uh, I don't get it. They're all cops. They're all cops. (laughs) It was was a bust. It was a drug bust. Those Pokemon cards got crack cocaine in them. We just didn't know all this time. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I mean, I'm, I'm talking about Pokemon having cracking all kind of drugs, and I'm staring at this this uh, dapper Pikachu that Archie bought me back from Japan. <laughs> and he's like, "That's right. How do you think I afforded this pocket watch?" <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to post a picture of dapper Pikachu because I, I, I haven't seen that. That sounds I cool. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh man, we've got a couple stories here. We do. Oh yeah, this Law and Order interesting the that 11 year old girl who fought off i heard about this how about that that was such a brilliant yes. idea so she fought off someone who was who was uh trying to kidnap her correct right right street smarts see there there again yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um and and she what was it that she did to identify the guy again so she, she learned it from law and order svu right so she has some type of like Nickelodeon slime or something she was playing with outside. Uh-huh. And the guy ran up, tried to kidnap her, and mm-hmm. she got away. But before she got away, mm-hmm. she smeared some of this stuff on him. And as he escaped, she just kept on going. So she went to the police, and she was explaining this to the Today Show. She went to the police and told them everything she could about this man. And she she made it a point to say, hey, look... There's this substance on him. It's this slime that I was playing with. If you find somebody with this on his clothes, that's your guy. And that's how they caught him. <laughs> and she said that she learned I this love her. by watching Law & Order Special Victims Unit. So 
I, it was so cool. Um, you know, they had the story on the Today Show. She should not be watching that show at her age because she's going to end up being a fucking weirdo like us. Listen. Like, I was that girl <laughs> yeah, that was watching things like that. <laughs> like, a, a, a full-on murderino little baby. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, please don't expose her to this. But at the same time, I'm like, damn it. But she survived. <laughs> she survived because of it. Right. So, uh, wow. what... What I love about this is, is that the next day after the story was, you know, making the rounds, Mariska Hargitay, uh, she yeah. called her up on Zoom and she was telling her how proud she was of her. And she said that she is now an official member of the team and they autographed a, uh, a Law & Order script. The whole team autographed it and they sent it to her. So I thought that was really special. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know... Now she, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's now like some can, Nancy like, Drew I, type I mean, shit. When COVID is better and stuff, right? When when COVID is better and stuff, like she can like invite her to the set and everything. Like that that could be a whole thing. That's really cool. That's what I'm saying. And They're, I'm glad the girl's okay. If obviously. they don't make an episode based on this story next season and invite that girl to you know, oh God. reprise her role, <laughs> like they'd be missing yeah. out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, that might even be too inceptiony for for law, even Law and Order. You yeah, know, that's true. <laughs> Ripped from the headlines. Sounds like something they would do. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sky. That's weird. Yeah. They they might find a way though. If they do, Law and Order peeps, let us know because that sounds very interesting. Right on. Right on. Yeah, that was impressive. I, I'm glad everything worked out. Obviously, in this situation, but the fact they came back and and you know gave her a little time to shine i thought that was that was beautiful definitely yes okay got i don't know what these other stories are what do you All bring right. to the table bud these are semi wall of weird but they involve animals so we're gonna we're gonna make this uh, a segment called animal corner so my first story here okay is from the takeout.com and it's a rare lobster saved from death row for being too dang beautiful now, you know, oftentimes you go out to restaurants like Red Lobster. Not my dating, dating profile bio, <laughs> by the way. You, you've heard of catfishing. Had you heard of Red Lobster? In? Come on down. Yep. Too dang beautiful. Too Whoa. dang beautiful. So a big old mazel tov to Red Lobster, says the article. Not me, because that'd be weird. Uh, who recently welcomed a brand new beautiful lobster into the family. Meet Freckles, the stunning calico lobster that made its way from the ocean to a restaurant in Manassas, Virginia. See, already that, that thing was in danger being in Manassas, Virginia. Shout out to Virginia. Yeah. Uh, this is a, <laughs> a joyous occasion since calico lobsters are one of the rarest lobsters in the world. Its vibrant magic eye posterous shell only appears in about one of every 30 million lobsters. This makes freckles even Holy rarer shit. than cotton candy lobsters. Or our old friend Claude, a blue lobster, who was found last year at an Ohio red lobster. So, yeah, this is a special. Oh, wow. These these red lobsters are fascinating. Or these lobsters are fascinating. Yeah, looking absolutely. looking at pictures of them. They're blue. So this is like, you know, in Pokemon when you find a shiny one. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, too beautiful to eat. They uh, went ahead and donated freckles to the Virginia Living Museum 
lobster display where she will hopefully live a long and healthy life as she dazzles the masses with her breathtaking bolachi shell. All the other lobsters got eaten. Uh, you know, you get every Wednesday. There's a, there's a lobster museum? Yeah, I guess what? so. <laughs> Virginia. Wow. What are you doing over there? Uh, all the lobsters. Y'all are fucking weird. What is? <laughs> Do we have any Virginia listeners? Tell us how fucking weird are you guys? Because yeah. I'm. This is new. I I was not expecting this. I I don't. I didn't have any real expectations of Virginia to be honest. But but hearing this makes me go. Wait, what's going on in Virginia? What's happening there, guys? Yeah, you got amazing lobsters. Going I've on. been there. I've been to Virginia. I don't recall it being that weird. I didn't spend a lot of time there, but, you know, I went there enough. Apparently. Very close to where I grew up. I, I, I had a magnet on my refrigerator growing up that said it was for lovers. That's all I know about it. Yes, that is their that is their saying, their mm-hmm. state saying. We should have known they were going to be fucking weirdos <laughs> with that kind of state saying. <laughs> Virginia is for lovers. All right. It's for lovers. My that next, is very weird. Very my weird. next story, an animal corner, comes from The Guardian. Police sees super obedient lookout parrot trained by, by Brazilian drug dealers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's wall of weird, man. Man. Oh, oh, check this out. The bird was taught to alert criminals to officers' presence, according to reports. As soon as the police got close, he started shouting. A parrot has been taken into custody in northern Brazil following a police raid targeting crack dealers. See? Is that crack cocaine? Okay. I have a question. When yes. you bring a parrot into custody, when you bring a parrot into custody, <laughs> yes. do you... Uh, okay. <laughs> when you cuff the parrot, do you cuff the little... <laughs> do you cuff the little claw legs? <laughs> or do you try to cuff <laughs> you try to cuff the wings somehow. What do you cuff? Well, all right. Parrot? See, inspired by our last story, I'd say you bring along some rubber bands so you can rubber band that beak, rubber band them claws. <laughs> Maybe get a big rubber oh, band okay. to wrap so around. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a cop zip tie situation. Yeah, basically. It's, it's definitely a zip tie situation. You don't want him to hurt himself. That's all. Ugh, I felt dirty saying that. Okay, back to the story. According yeah, to reports yeah. in the Brazilian press, the bird it's had... because he's colorful, isn't it? Damn it. <laughs> the bird had been taught to alert criminals to police operations. A low-income community in the sun-scorched capital of uh, Piauí state by shouting, Mom, the police. <laughs> the parrot, who has not been named. <laughs> you gotta keep, you know, you don't want to indict wow. anybody. Really? They're very concerned about this parrot and his, his custody. Clearly he speaks, mm-hmm. so they're worried, what, he's going to rat? Oh, wait. Oh it gets God. better. A Brazilian journalist who came face-to-face with the imprisoned parrot on Tuesday described it as super obedient, albeit one that had kept his beak firmly shut after being arrested. The reporter said, so far it hasn't made a sound. So once he caught what? Once he got caught, he shut the fuck up. Dude, I do not trust birds <laughs> for lots of reasons. I find them. I, I first of all, I find it fucking weird that people keep birds as pets. Yeah, I just do. I'm sorry. No offense to bird people, I guess. Man, but we just I, <laughs> we're pissing I, off I a just, lot of something people. Something about birds. 
I know. And and truly, I want you all to know from the bottom of my heart, I don't care. <laughs> so birds freak me out. Like, I, they just do. They're very loud. They're very obnoxious to me. I, I'm this this the fact that a bird can be on this level of like, I'm not talking to you yeah. because I'm not a fucking rat. I'm a bird is is another level of creepy to me. Like, and it, I'm not saying do it like, you know, I'm not saying like, <laughs> like kill all birds. No, 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 no I'm no, not is... saying that. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, that's, that's fucking creepy, man. Yeah. That's creepy. It's real creepy. And I'll tell yeah, you what. I know people love birds and they're like, they want to keep them as pets and stuff. And nah. I'm like, that doesn't seem like a good life for that bird. Unless you live in an arboretum. You know? Don't I, I you know unless well I'll 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 keep it personal unless I lived in an arboretum I don't see myself keeping a bird as a pet because I believe a bird should be able to do what it naturally does which is fly and be free that's that's my hope for yeah. birds yeah they're also like they're dicks man like yeah. they really are yeah you know I. They're they're um mocking mockingbirds out that live name. near my house. And they are holy shit, they are jerks to any bird that comes near. They fight them. Yep. Even if it's a giant hawk, they mm-hmm. fight them. Like I've seen yeah. storks out of Japan that will just bully people just minding their own business. Uh geese I do like those pictures of the birds though that look like dinosaurs everyone gets freaked out by those and i like those i think those look cool i think they look like something out the flintstones you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah at least they're a little more cuddly than just a straight up scaly dinosaur i know what you mean i got you i got yeah, you. they look fake and that's why i like them they, they look interesting <laughs> but yeah i yeah. mean like i have like they a, look like a in Crete. i draw a hard line at keeping animals as pets that can outsmart me like that's that's what I don't want. Oh, oh no! I know that cats and dogs are smarter than me. <laughs> like, I, I, I th- look. I think most living things are smarter than me. I, I'm not saying like, like I'm not saying I'm smarter than X, Y, and Z. So that I personally, I don't really understand pets. A lot of like weird pets. Like <clears throat> to me, a pet is. Dog, cat, like those two are the top pets. And then if you can't have a dog or cat, you get a bunny or a hamster. End of list. Like, I don't understand fish. I don't understand. I I, I truly don't. Like, it's it's my own weird way of viewing things, I suppose. But I'm like, cat or dog. No, they are two brats. <laughs> Don't trust them. Ferrets, why are you so weird? You're three mice in a sock. That's what you are. Yes, exactly. It's, it's they just are cookie. just two brats. They, and they look like their spines will just snap really easily. Mm-mm. I don't. I'm just like, no. No. They, they look like if shit gets I don't too want hot. Any reptiles. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to deal with reptiles. Keeping a spider as a pet. Why? Okay, <laughs> I'm very judgmental this time. I'm an asshole. It's okay. No, no, it's um, all right. Falconry, like why? What other things do people keep as pets? 
Any any wild animal that you're like, ah, I have a fox and I've I've got I'm, um you're okay unless you're running an actual sanctuary where you're like saving these animals. Yeah. That's going to kill you at some point. I, I just I know it. Anyway. There's a certain type of person that is into falconry, and it is one of the things that boggles my mind the most because you see somebody hold out a glove. And just trust in God that this bird of prey is going to obey you and just land on this glove and not rip you to shreds. That is a faith that I yeah. don't think I've ever had in my life. All right? No, I don't think I've no. ever had... I think had... we have a natural distrust of living things <laughs> that has kept us alive <laughs> and has been passed down to us from our ancestors. Mm-hmm. And... Other people do not have that, and I don't know how they exist. I know how we exist because we're scared of everything and survive. Yeah, you know. I don't know how other people exist. I'm like, how do you exist when you're just holding that boa constrictor that's wrapping around your entire waist? How? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how are you? How are you cool with that? How is that cool to you? Mm-hmm. I, my my instinct is to run away from that. That is why I live. That's why I am alive. <laughs> I have ancestor in the back of my brain going, nope, don't touch that nope rope. Like, nope, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated by it. It's like. And, and, and judgmental as well. I'm an you, asshole in this scenario. I you remember? Someone right now is sitting with their birds listening to this podcast going, Mm-mm. one day mm. I'm going to murder Lex. <laughs> And I totally get that. Shit. Well, if they're in Chicago, they're closer to me. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm just going to be on my back porch one day, just sitting out enjoying the weather and just see a bird. Like, oh, that bird's coming pretty close. What? Huh. It doesn't look like yeah. it's stopping. Yeah. I wonder what's going on. It's going to be like the, the first scene of Bill Bill where, like, <laughs> shows up and you both know shit's about to go down. Only one's walking out. That's it. <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. All right. So, yeah, it's like I forget what the kid's name was, but the nerdy kid from the Recess cartoon, like he said something on one episode that made so much sense to me because he was he was mentoring some other kid about how he lives his life, why he's so Uh careful, how he survives. And he was like, you know, people think beware means that you're scared. But no, it just means be aware. And I'm like, yeah, fucker, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Be aware. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> be aware of the things Just that can be kill aware. you. Just be aware. At all times, always be aware. Always be aware. <laughs> Never let your guard down. Live your life like very acutely aware and in your head. And you will be okay, maybe. Probably not. That's You know why you, you can't trust you'll be okay? Because you're aware. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why. Oh, today I learned Katie Seagal okay. played Spinelli's mom on Recess. Cool. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have a Wall of Weird story from BBC. Wall of Weird. Okay. Yeah. Official. Although that was definitely a Wall of Weird story. Man. <laughs> <clears throat> BBC News published yesterday. I instantly added this to our notes when I saw it. I love it. 
Body of missing man found in Spanish dinosaur statue. I love it. I love it. Um, before we go any Spanish further, police are real, investigating. Real quick yeah. though, real quick, real quick. I want you to go into our notes and look at this note mm-hmm. that I put here, because you know, oftentimes with the wall of weird, I like to be surprised, like by the ones you put in there, because I want people to hear my real reaction. I want. <gasps> look at the note. Oh my God! We put the same thing. Jinx, buddy. <laughs> Okay. We got a jinx. Cool. It's funny because we did it from two different things. Two different, two different things, two different uh, days. Wow. Oh, that's, that's fucking great. That's the first time we've ever done this. <laughs> we, this is the first time we've ever done this. Matt's was from uh, the Washington Post. Yes. Mine is from the BBC. Holy crap. Okay. Let's okay. talk about the story. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish police are investigating the death of a 39-year-old man whose body was found inside a dinosaur statue. <laughs> Authorities were alerted on Saturday after a father and son noticed a smell emanating mm-hmm. from a paper mache figure in Santa Coloma de uh, Gramenente. Yes. Gramenent? I'm Gramenente. sorry, guys. A suburb of Barcelona. They could have just... Uh, the that, father yeah. then <laughs> saw... Yeah. The, <laughs> the, farm, the father then saw... The corpse uh, saw the corpse crack through the crack of the Stegosaurus's hollow leg. Holy shit. Police said that the man had been reported missing by his family. No foul play is suspected. Okay. How? What? Uh, hold on. How? Hold on. Hold on. You mean to tell me that an artist... The article and see if... I, I, I don't understand. An ar... Okay. At the very least, okay. you want to talk to the artist. Who put this together? You want to find okay, out, okay, hey, man, okay. did you have any grudges? <laughs> Three fire brigade teams were called to the scene after a body was discovered, and the firefighters cut open the dinosaur leg to retrieve it. Um, local media report that the man, who has oh. not been named, was trying to retrieve a mobile phone he dropped inside the statue. He fell inside the decorative figure and was left trapped upside down, unable to call for help. So he didn't get the phone. Police, this is, guys, I have to admit, if you're going to die tragically, to die in such a hilarious manner is pretty great. (laughs) Because, here's the thing, you will always, you will always be remembered. Some, some kid in Barcelona is gonna, 20 years from now, I was going to say, my uncle died trying to retrieve his phone from a stegosaurus leg. <laughs> and people would be like, the fuck? What are you talking about? There are um, only two options of songs that can be played at this man's funeral. Um, the first... Jurassic theme, obviously. A, a, a choral version of the Jurassic Park theme. Definitely. That's that was one of the options. The other one is the uh, no pun intended, no pun fully intended. The timeless hit by Morris Day in the time. uh, Walk the dinosaur. Uh, You know. Yes. Got to do like a a, a slowed down version of that, obviously. No, I think of the guys carrying the casket that's always in that gif (laughs) where they're dancing. (laughs) 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 Still walking the dinosaur. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to hell. Oh, that's the image of the episode. I don't know what we're going to call it, but that's the. 
that's the imagery right there. Mm-hmm. Um, police have not <laughs> confirmed how the man ended up inside the dinosaur and are awaiting the results of the autopsy to find out how he died. Oh. And how do you not suspect play? Right. I'm sorry. You can't rule out foul play that early. What's going on, Barcelona? And I mean, it What's just going sounds, on? It, it sounds a little too convenient that, oh, he dropped his phone. Oh, he was going for his phone. Oh, he fell into this dinosaur statue, which nobody noticed until it began to smell. So, I mean, if I was this guy, I'd be and it's like banging in a public on it. space. Nobody heard him yelling or anything. Right. And it's paper mache. Mm. So one would think that you could like over time work on getting your way out of there unless there was some like fiberglass involved in there too but i mean paper mache yeah. that he had to get into it. he had to get into it right. like there has to be a way for him to get out that doesn't make sense exactly and how did he drop his dino his his phone into a dinosaur paper mache like what oh. the decorative statue has been removed place outside of the city's cubic building where it has been used to advertise an old cinema yeah i mean that's suspicious too why are you advertising an old cinema during the pandemic barcelona suspicious suspicious uh yeah this is i'm looking at they're saying um I'm now looking at the article that you posted there's a quote in here it's an accidental death there was no violence mm. It looks as though he was trying to retrieve a mobile phone, which he dropped. Mm-hmm. I. Oh, there's video. <gasps> oh no, there's video on that. Oh no, jeez. Oh, there's video on that. Oh no. Okay, so let let's just for okay. The video I feel like is very important because it gives you perspective. This paper mache dinosaur or whatever is sitting like right like like right below this giant ledge yeah so so you could be leaning over and there's a the ledge has um fencing or whatever like uh and like so you could have been leaning over that fencing and then drop your phone presumably yeah so that's how the phone got dropped at least that scenario I, but I mean the thing is hollow. You would think yelling, you know, yelling out, somebody would hear your echoing voice coming from inside of this hollow. How and then how did he get into this dinosaur? How, like, okay, so I understand the phone part. He's leaning over. He's just browsing his phone. He's scrolling through Instagram, whatever. Mm. And then he drops the phone, and somehow miraculously it goes into the dinosaur. I, I mean, that's just a weird thing to happen anyway. I don't, how do you rule out foul play so early? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. What are the comments? What do people say in the comments? Did he like, okay, I could see maybe if he got immediately, people are getting into the full details of how you would suffocate slowly in this and how it's a terrible. Okay. (laughs) We're not going to, we're not going to go through that. People are getting real in the Washington post comments page. Yeah. Comment sections are always. A I bad would like. Idea. <laughs> I would like more details. Like, exactly how did the man get inside the leg? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, shit. It's I mean, nice when the mafia is creative. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, sleep with the fishes. That's, That's what it feels like. 
that's so you know that's that's outdated. Now sleep with the dinosaurs. You walk with the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, walk with. We're gonna make you walk, walk with the dinosaurs. My... <laughs> Keep walking with the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, I love like Morris Day in this time. You get dinosaur legs. <laughs> you you walk with the dinosaurs forever. <laughs> Oh no! He got his dinosaur legs in heaven. This thirty-nine-year-old man is dead, and Fuck. we are being terrible about this. I mean, he is literally your age, Matt. He's your age. At his best, at his best, he <laughs> fucked up and tried to go after his cell phone after it fell into some dark-ass big statue of a dinosaur and got stuck in it into a dinosaur for your cell phone fuck man it's not that Mm -mm. nope nope nope. no i get a new phone i would and everything's on a cloud now it's not the way it used to be you know right right well who knows what type of situation he's dealing with but i don't know man yeah yeah yeah. it's not worth your life it's not worth your life that's the bottom line that's just it it's just too. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, if you feel like it's a risky situation, no technology, no thing is worth that. Right. You know. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay, so yeah, we'll, that's. We'll go fund it. We'll go fund it. Wow. Get a new cell phone or something. <laughs> you don't die in a dinosaur leg, guys. Come on. <laughs> Please, if you're gonna go. Oh man. Oh man. All right. That's that's a great what place a to stop. What a fucking red trip that was. It's a living. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe we... That's the first time we have ever added the same story. Yep. <laughs> to Wall of Weird. Put it on your calendar, folks. This is the first. This is the first for the show. Thank I you guys guess. for listening. We're we're so happy that you stopped by to visit. As always. You can follow us on the social medias, at Lex and Matt across the board. Yeah. Um, we have a Patreon, which has got a lot of cool stuff there. As I mentioned earlier... We're going to start up our, our Superman and Lois recaps once again for you to enjoy. Uh, we're going to put that live show on YouTube for you soon. We'll share that link all across social medias as well. Get in that Discord, people. We have a lot of fun in there. A lot of good memes. All kind of fun stuff. We do. Everyone's very nice. I love our Discord. Yeah, everybody's it's wonderful. supportive. It's wonderful. Sometimes people just also stop. random things like I had a I had an Xbox Game Pass free trial thing that I eventually put on our Instagram for someone to grab. But first, I put it in our Discord. I, I was like, "Hey, does anyone want this?" And people were like, "Nah, we're good, whatever." So I'm you know like, what? Okay, well, you got dibs on a free thing first. That's a great idea. When I get DVDs and stuff like that, and I get digital copies that I don't want, the first dibs go to Discord people dibs. on Discord. Discord dibs. That's right. So if you want Discord dibs, because yep. y'all know I like to waste my money on stuff I don't need, come on by. Get into Discord. $2 a month in the Patreon will yep. get you in the door, and it will help us keep our, our proverbial lights on. So thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. But, you know, the greedy side of you, come through, get that fucking digital codes. Get them. What they hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never know. You never know. You never know. <laughs> and at the very least, you'll get a fun conversation cool time that's right this week i'm going to be talking a lot about lego sets i can't afford so come through it's going to be fun how is that different than any other week that's very true fair fair Mm -hmm. anyway i met peters and i'm lex lutes be excellent to each other yes Mm. you're a little off key that time but we'll let it slide it's fine
Wow. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, add that. Because that's the actual end.